Hi, this is Rose Adams, and you're listening to Brooklyn Paper Radio. Today, we're going to be hearing from people who live in slightly unconventional spaces in Brooklyn. Billy and Steve live in RVs under the Gowanus Expressway, a highway that runs through Sunset Park. And we're going to hear a bit about why they've chosen to live there and what it's like living in an RV. Well, I've always wanted to live sort of rent-free ever since I owned the business because I felt that all the money that I made kind of went to paying somebody else's bills, which was in the form of rent. This is Steve Ricomi. He's a freelance baker who owns a small business called Sweet Selfie Cakes NYC. You know, all my money ended up just pretty much covering all my expenses. So I always wanted to have the RV so I could save up just to invest more into my business to make more and eventually get a house. Steve parks on 3rd Avenue by 25th Street, not far from Industry City, and he's not the only one there. The area houses about 10 RVs regularly, and the group has formed a pretty tight community. One of Steve's neighbors, Billy, who you're about to hear from, bought an RV there not long ago and plans to move into it in the next year. I always wanted an RV ever since I was a kid, and then someone was selling one at a price I could afford, which was about $700. So I just jumped on it, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been renovating it ever since, and living in it part-time until it's completely renovated. Once once I get it renovated, then I'm going to move into it full-time. Uh, it's going to have a complete shower, uh, a complete shower kitchen. Uh, I was planning on putting a, a sauna in it so I can uh, detox and stuff like that. Uh, that's uh, The bathroom will be complete, a, a kitchen, storage space, every, everything that a house would have. When do you think you'll have your RV ready to live in? Uh, it'll be complete by next September. It'll be 100% complete, uh, and I'll be able to move in then. The area under the bridge is mostly an industrial zone. The streets are pretty empty. They're full of warehouses, wholesale food stores, and some video stores left from the red light district that once dominated the area. The RVs are parked under the highway, which cuts through the center of the street, and many come equipped with generators and water tanks. According to Steve, the makeshift RV community dates back years. I actually got my RV about five and a half years ago. And when I first came out here, I was the first person with an RV. And the reaction of people just driving by was, you know, it was, uh, they get shocked, like, pointing, oh my God, there's a kitchen in there, there's a, a bedroom, you know. So I had it for a while, I left it parked, and then, you know, more people saw, wow, that's a really good idea, you know. Why don't I get an RV? I don't have to pay rent. I don't have to pay utilities. And all the money I make, I can save it. So if you pay $1,500 every month in rent, that's close to 18, that's about 18 grand a year. And the cost of living in an RV is minimal. You know, just filling it up with water, which was very cheap. When I was doing it, I would go to the Dollar Tree and get the Crystal Guys of Spring Water, and I would just pour those, they're a dollar each. So I'd fill it up. You, or you can just shower at the gym, which is what I would, you know, mostly do in the winter months. And then the propane is like $7 a month, and you pretty much have everything you need. How many people are living in about right now in the Sunset Park kind of community? Between six and eight people at the moment, um, but there's people all over. Most people, like myself, we like to spread out and kind of, you know, be by ourselves. But at the same time, um, I was I had a tow company for 10 years, and I'm a mechanic by trade, so... When I see people who need help fixing their things, I like to be there to kind of help them with stuff. I like to walk them through the RV since I've, I've had to spend many winters with no heat. 
I know how to get all the systems working. So I like to, if someone comes with an RV, I make sure they get everything up and running. So I kind of just, you know, stuck around. It's not a bad place. It's, you know, safe. It's quiet. And, you know, nobody minds for the most part. So I figure it's a good, you know, good area for the moment. Mm -hmm. The Sunset Park community of RVs isn't the only one in the borough. There's a community down in Coney Island. There's one in Bay Ridge. And there's an even larger one in Williamsburg. On residential blocks, RVs are fined $35 if they don't move every 24 hours. So most of the RV communities kind of center in industrial areas where they're not going to be subject to those same rules. According to Billy, the Bronx is one of the RV hotspots. They have a really big community in the Bronx. Uh, I haven't been to it yet, but it's supposed to be really big. There's, there's a, a lot of RVs out there, a lot of van lifers. That is, uh, it's over by Hunts Point, I believe. That whole area is industrial. So no one's going to say anything to them as long as they move when, when, when it's all to the side of the street parking, no one says anything. Do you feel like there's any differences between the communities? Like, oh, yeah, of course. What are, some of the, what are some of the unique qualities of them? It's just, uh, you know, there's a difference between uh, Staten Island people, Brooklyn people, Queens people. And those people in those communities are comprised of the people that come from that area. So in the Hunts Point community, you have mostly uh, Bronx natives. Like we have, we're Brooklyn natives, so you have, you know, Brooklyn people where we are. You have, uh, you know, Staten Island people where they are. And it's just people from that community that form these sort of smaller communities. Do you feel like there's a real community or a sense of camaraderie before, between the people that live in the different communities you're a part of? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we all look out for each other. It's not like we allow anyone to mess with anyone's rig or anything like that. So we keep our eye on, on each other. We make sure everyone stays stay safe. And if anyone needs any help, or it, they just have to ask, and we'll come and help. And it's the same. It, go, it goes the same way around. Then whenever we need help, they they come and help. Do you think that most people in the communities you live in now with RVs move into the RVs out of like financial necessity or more of a lifestyle choice? I think both. Um, well, most, for most people that I've met, it was just out of necessity. They couldn't afford to pay rent anymore. And it was either that or go to a shelter, which no one, no one I've met wants to do. They would prefer to either become a van lifer or just buy a, an RV. You do agree with that, Steve? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there is a significant amount of people who move in there because of financial hardship. And, you know, the rents are really expensive and they just can't make it. So... It's actually a better option. They don't want to be at a shelter. It could be very dangerous, a lot of violent people in shelters. So these people are mostly just peaceful people who want to kind of, you know, live on their own. They don't want to take from the city, and they just like to have their own space and be self-sufficient. While some RV owners use their mobile homes as permanent, stable housing, others like to travel around. Billy, who works as a delivery man, said he plans to move around the country. I'm I'm considering doing an, a complete system change by change from a, a gas gas system to a diesel, and if, if and when I do it, then then yeah, I'll be doing a lot of traveling around the country. Because having a gas motor is really not worth it. Yeah. It, it, it's, the, the, it's a really heavy vehicle, so it sucks up a lot of gas. So uh, traveling cross country on about 10 miles to the gallon is not financially. Yeah. <laughs> not the best for the environment. No, either. it's not. So uh, when I get around to, to, to doing a, a, a system change and I switch over to diesel, then definitely I, I want to go across country. Uh, I want to go to like Washington State and stuff like that. Wow. 
check out because there's a uh, because I also deliver food for a company called DoorDash, and they're supposed to be a really big uh, um, uh, delivery system out there. So I, I want to like travel from state to state doing doing delivery, so I can still make money and travel around and see see the country at the same time. RVing and traveling the country is as American as apple pie. It's something that people have been have done from the beginning of time since the covered wagon times. They've traveled. They wanted to see the country. It's just in our blood as Americans to want to explore and take on new challenges, go to new places, meet new people. And that's what it's really all about. I mean, kind of connecting with people and meeting new people. And that's what's really, really important is trying to reconnect not only with nature, but with other people. Thank you for listening. Tune in in two weeks for the next episode of Brooklyn Paper Radio.